Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Exarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Drizzle, showers throughout the day, a high of 57 degrees expected. Tomorrow, rain and thunderstorms with 63 expected for the high right now, 52 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. Here's your traffic update with Candy Carlisle. Well, police are still with that crash. 80 eastbound, and it's closer to 60th, right-hand shoulder. Looks like tow trucks are on the scene. Now, you're going to see some brake lights on through there, so be careful. 80 eastbound as you head towards 60th. The rest of the interstate rolling busy. No other big delays in town. Do watch out for an accident. Should be close to being cleaned up north of L along 60th at Hillsdale. Wendy's introduces the new 4 for 4. 4 bucks for the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger Nuggets Small Fries and Drink. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, prices may vary. I'm Cammie Carlisle. That's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Thank you, Cammie. It's 7.05. Here are your news headlines. Well, a crash remains under investigation. A mother and her four children crashed into a semi late last night. It all happened around 11 near 72nd and Hickory. After hitting the semi, the driver then hit a retaining wall. An ambulance took the woman and her four children to the hospital. A semi-driver was not hurt. Police say at least one child was not buckled into a proper car seat. And uh, hearts are heavy at Creighton University as they mourn Former President Reverend John Schlegel, the school announced that uh, Father Schlegel died of pancreatic cancer on Sunday. Father Schlegel served as president of Creighton University from 2000 to 2011. After leaving the school, he worked at Marquette University at a parish in Wisconsin. Father Schlegel was 72 years old. And Nebraska's capital city of Lincoln finds itself in a rare position of experiencing no homicides so far this year. That's that's incredible. It's a great it's a great thing to be able to boast. Uh, now, if that holds through the end of December, it will be Lincoln's first homicide-free year since 1991 when they did it. That's in contrast to Omaha, which has seen a jump in homicides, 40 so far this year. That's compared to 33 in all of 2014. And just 38 days until Christmas, and today another sign of the season. Crews are going to be chopping down and transporting the Christmas tree for the Durham Museum. Where is it coming from? It's coming from a family in Ralston. It's a 40-year-old spruce, and it was donated by the family. Crews are going to start working uh, at 8 o'clock this morning, cutting down the tree, and then they're going to be driving it to the Durham Museum. So you might be seeing a 40-foot spruce making its way. 40 feet. So it's probably usually what those people are giving up that tree because it's gotten, they're afraid it's going to come down usually. I don't know. I, I, there, you know, I don't necessarily think that it's a fear of it coming down. Sometimes it's just a donation from the it's family. A good way to get rid of it. That's yeah, but there, it's a nightmare when you got to get rid of those things. Yeah, yeah. forty foot spruce would be the difficult. price tag on taking those things down, like the crew Thousands. that you got to do. Yeah, they got to. 
you know, I get it out if of there. it falls over, it'll take out your house. A police standoff is underway at this hour in Belgium. They're believed to be linked to Friday's terror attacks across Paris. There have been conflicting reports about whether a suspect has been arrested at this point. So far in France, that country's interior minister says that two dozen people are in custody and more than 100 have been placed on house arrest following the attacks that left at least 129 people dead earlier this weekend. This after many in Europe gathered for a moment of silence to remember the victims earlier today. President Obama is going to meet today with world leaders at the G20 summit in Turkey. And while the main purpose of the summit is to discuss global economic concerns, Talks are expected to center around combating ISIS following last week's terrorist attacks in, Par- um, in Paris. Now, France has sent its foreign minister to the summit as President uh, Hollande uh, stays back to deal with the aftermath of the attacks. U.S. warplanes are going on the attack against IS- ISIS oil trucks. How crazy is that that they put it's, uh, what is it, is it Paris that's in martial law for three months? Or it's the entire nation of France? Three months of martial law. Yeah. They can arrest anybody. Wow. I guess to figure out, I mean... Three months? Yeah. That seems like a whole Yeah, that does. I guess cleaning it out, though, right? I mean, you got to... They've been very uh, aggressive about hunting down any leads. I mean, this weekend has been nothing but... I mean, they have 100 people under house arrest. I mean, they're not wasting any time hunting down every hole they can find to see anyone who knew anything about these attacks. And then they're just bombing the crap out of them, too. So, yes. wow. Yeah, they've started very aggressive airstrikes in Syria. And now U.S. warplanes are going on the attack against ISIS oil trucks. In a first-of-its-kind mission, A-10 attack planes and AC-130 gunships hit hundreds of trucks inside Syria that ISIS has been using to smuggle crude oil into neighboring Iraq and elsewhere. There are reports that nearly 120 ISIS trucks were destroyed in today's assault. Good. The terrorist group is believed to generate as much as $40 million a month producing and exporting oil. And obviously they're using that $40 million to... Uh, to bankroll their their terror group. Uh, and security is ramped up in New York City this morning following Friday's terrorist attacks in Paris. The NYPD is providing a visible president, a presence in Times Square, armored trucks, and the deployment of Hercules units. Mm. They're heavily... Spooky. I know, isn't that weird? Heavily armed military-style police units. There are also extra police stationed at the French consulate and mass transit hubs. Later today, New York City's mayor and the police commissioner of New York are going to be announcing the first deployment of the NYPD's new critical response command. It's its counterterrorism unit. Uh, It'll conduct daily deployments at critical infrastructure and sensitive locations throughout New York City. There's been concern. ISIS has gone on record as saying that, you know, all these attacks that have happened um, in retaliation of their their attack in Paris, that they're keeping tabs on which countries participate and that they plan on making it a a mission of ISIS to go after the countries. So I would imagine that the United States is taking it seriously and, and, you know, battening down the hatches, make sure no attacks like that can happen here. And the number of smokers in the U.S. is dropping rapidly. There are new figures from the CDC that show that smoking rate among adults dropped 16.8%. That's a drop of nearly 4% since uh, um, 2005. Now, the CDC report indicates that the largest decline in smoking is from 18 to 24 years old. They also indicated that people may be shifting away from traditional cigarettes to other options like the vaping. Yep, e-cigarettes, vaping.
And Marriott International is buying Starwood Hotel and Resorts worldwide. It'll create the world's largest hotel chain. That's huge. Yes. The combined company will own or franchise more than 5,500 hotels with 1.1 million rooms worldwide, giving Marriott greater presence in markets outside the U.S. The deal is expected to close the middle of next year. It's valued at $12.2 billion. That's all these monopolies. Yeah, I, I, know. I know. One company to rule them all. Just getting down. I know. I just don't understand how it can keep... I mean, I thought that there were... I thought, I thought you couldn't have enough. Well, no, rules? I mean, I thought that like there was like <laughs> stuff in place where somebody couldn't own every hotel room in the world, but maybe that's maybe that's me being silly. Welcome to Walmart. Your room's ready. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Denver Broncos quarterback Peyton Manning. Uh, he has reason to celebrate, but also reason to maybe have a bit of a Monday. The future Hall of Famer passed Brett Favre yesterday to become the NFL's all-time passing yardage leader, but was benched after throwing his fourth interception in a loss to the Chiefs. Manning's final throw came as his team trailed 22-0. to The Broncos would eventually lose 29 to 13. Manning also, in addition to having the uh, the most um, you know yards passed, he also leads the NFL in interceptions this season. So sure. Yeah, he had four yesterday. What 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 was the uh, the statistical record? It's I mean, how many yards is it? Most all time. Yeah, I mean, he beats uh, Brett Favre. It's like seventy five thousand. All time passing yardage leader. It's they didn't. I didn't there. see a number. They just kept talking I about saw, how he was the best. Uh, it, we, I see Brett Favre always does those copper fit ads, but now I saw a new infomercial yesterday with Brett Favre where he's like shaving his face. It's yeah. like, why is he doing so many? Because he can't make any more money. I mean, I know, I but didn't he make enough money in the NFL? God, you would think, right? I mean, you would think. Nationwide. I mean, he's coaching. That's the other one. I think he's coaching, uh, he's coaching high school ball now. Well, uh, yeah, you do that to stay know, busy, but I so. just, I'm talking about the the endorsements. Like it's a, it's not like a, he's got se- a it's he's not a wear. sexy ad. No. It's no. him shaving his eyebrows on Ooh. TV. So Manning's four yard pass on Sunday against Kansas City put him ahead of Brett Favre. Um, so ahead of seventy one thousand eight hundred and thirty six. Okay. So that's twenty teams. Manning is twenty seasons. Great in ads. I think actually Brett Favre is actually pretty funny in ads too. Manning's great, man. He's, he's so marketable. Yeah, nationwide. Get him to sing. Oh my gosh, <laughs> my kids are addicted to that. They, they keep talking about the um, chicken. Uh, chicken chicken parm looks really good. Yes, it did. Do I look like this bobblehead? <laughs> <laughs> the chicken parm one's the one where you're like, hey, oh, it does look good. Uh, so four things to not buy Black Friday. Although Black Friday has come to be considered the best day for scoring holiday deals, I guess that isn't always the case. Each year, uh, Adobe, they use their Adobe Marketing Cloud to crunch numbers to make predictions on when to get the bargain basement holiday prices. USA Today has reported the results and pointing out four particular items that shouldn't be purchased on Black Friday. They are electronics, toys, jewelry, and apparel. I don't know what Why? you're buying if you're not buying any of those things. I guess electronics. The Monday before Thanksgiving is actually the cheapest day to buy electronics. So the Monday before Thanksgiving. And is, well, that, is that cyber? Don't they have a cyber day? I thought cyber Monday was after. 
Cyber you know, Monday, yeah. Yeah, it's right. the Monday Black after Friday, Black Friday. Right. They're saying the Monday before Thanksgiving okay. is actually the cheapest day to buy electronics. Really? There are some major deals on Thanksgiving Day and after. They're also out of stock notices. But uh, apparently, if you strike before the holiday, that is when you get the best deal on electronics. Now, Toys Cyber Monday will probably have the lowest toy prices. Experts recommend toy shopping the weekend before Thanksgiving because by Cyber Monday, there are three times the out-of-stock notices. That's the other thing. A lot of stuff is just gone. Jewelry, Thanksgiving Day is the best day, discount-wise, to buy bubbles. If you wait until December, you're unlikely to find better deals, and they'll be more, again, out of stock. And apparel, Black Friday won't score you too many deals on clothing. They say Thanksgiving Day is the best in November, and if you wait until closer to Christmas, you'll save yourself a lot of money. That apparel tends to, they get nervous about having too much stock. And so as it gets closer to uh, to Christmas, then you'll start seeing stuff going off of the shelves. Uh, DraftKings and FanDuel, um, the legal battle between the two daily fantasy sports companies and the state of New York heated up on Friday when DraftKings and FanDuel both filed lawsuits against uh, the New York Attorney General. Um, ESPN reports that the companies are trying to keep the Attorney General in New York from banning daily fantasy games in the state there. Earlier last week, uh, the Attorney General of New York, the office sent uh, a cease and desist letters to the two online fantasy sports companies asserting that daily fantasy sports are games of chance and therefore illegal in New York. Now, lawyers for DraftKings and FanDuel argued that the games are based on skill and not chance. Where's the skill? I don't know. I'm, I, I was going to ask you. The determining the who's analytics, gonna, you know, who you're going to go against. Who's going to go well uh, that particular week? Okay. And chance. And chance. There's I mean, the guys that are, are kicking butt at it, allegedly, yeah. they're like day traders, man. I mean, they, they do understand. their homework or what? They just, I mean. Yeah. They're, they're breaking down the weather. Oh, that's so. Yes, and stuff. I mean, this is what DraftKings people point out. They're like, see? This. But, you know, the ads always make it seem like anybody could do it, too, though. Like, it's very accessible. You know, anyone anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. But can they? I mean, I, was, I did the hockey thing a couple of years ago, and it was like, dude, I just need to go get a bookie. <laughs> too much work. It's too much leg work. It is a guessing, lot of work. I'm guessing who scores goals that night, and I'm still getting crushed <laughs> by someone else. Some I did, other robot. I'm like, what are you, a wizard? <laughs> I gotta beat the wizard who has a time machine. I I swear there's somebody out there that has a time machine, man. These games, I just don't know how they do it. You're I going don't up know against how they do it. Marty McFly and yeah. his his sports book uh, yeah. from the future. Yes. You're like, gosh, it's a real thing. Um, a police officer pulled over one of Google's self-driving cars last week out in California. Car wasn't speeding. Police say it was driving too slowly. 24 miles an hour in a 35 mile an hour zone. The problem is, is who do you ticket when right? no one's driving? Passenger was sitting in the passenger seat. <laughs> so yeah. what happens? The cop walks up and he's like, driver's license red. You're like, what? <laughs> but, it's just an empty steering wheel. So he didn't give it a ticket. No. But uh, Google said that the car was was peaked out at that. It was set that it wouldn't 
You can't speed. cap at 20. It, they cap the speed for their prototypes at 25 miles an hour for safety reasons, and it was in a 35-mile-an-hour zone. So the oh, officer boy. was pulling it over for, like, you're going too slow. And in the end, the officer determined the car hadn't really broken any laws. There were no harm, no foul, no ticket was issued. But it's, so, but it's like, it's what do you so do? It's so the future. I mean, mm-hmm. your car will be your own. The biggest threat to, to Uber will be the self-driving car. Your car is your own Uber driver. I mean, you'll get out your little app and be like, all right, I'm Take ready. Me here. Home I'm ready Jeeves. for my car, but it'll be your car that will roll up in front of the restaurant. And you'll jump in and lay down in the back. Take me home, car, car. That's <laughs> so wasted. She <laughs> wasted. Mm-hmm. Does it wake you when you get home? That would be the problem. Uh, Is that- it could maybe be sleep in your own car. Yeah, maybe that's your new home. <laughs> that's your new home. Take me home, home. Yeah, so for its part, the drive, um, the Google self-driving car projects was kind of proud of the whole thing, uh, whole thing, saying that driving too slowly, bet humans don't get pulled over for that too often. Probably not. It was like an old lady, yeah. like there was cars stacked up behind it. Like, come on, <laughs> yeah, driverless yeah. car. <laughs> I still think that all of us are someday we're gonna get probably going to be in one of these, but yeah, it still will be. I'm sure the learning curve of like nervous. Like, could you ride and think how nervous you'll be? All right, I saw a mm-hmm. guy, I saw a video of a guy. Seat, no one is in the driver's seat and watch that thing pull onto the interstate. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, saw a guy, a video of it. He was sitting in the driver's seat, though. And it was hard for him not to touch the wheel because he was so freaked out. So, yeah, you would be generally, you'd be freaked out after a while, I guess, right? You'd just get used to it. It's a learning curve. So, yeah, eventually you can get used to just about anything. Because um, we just don't know what it's going to see if something bad happens. Like like we get it that the robot itself is going to be a better day-to-day driver of going from A to B when there's no yeah. um, switch to the D. De- right, like a deer or a car swerving in front of you. But when that moment happens... What's it going to do? Just stop? Like, warning, something's in the road, obstruction? I mean, they're, they're, I'm sure they're working all that out. I mean, I don't think that they'll release it without... I like and who driving, knows how so probably know. good we all think we are. Yeah. I mean, somebody might also, they, people will argue, yeah, there'd still be better that it's driving and not you. You're not <laughs> yeah. a stunt driver. None of us have ever probably run into that In moment. In my head, you, I am. Right. Take me home, car, car. Car, car. Mm-hmm. I'm tired, car, car. That is your news update on almost number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, 402-938-9400. That's into the show. Justin Bieber tickets. Uh, your chance to win those are coming up. You just listen to a shout-out and just be calling number nine. It's a shout-out by Justin Bieber. That show goes on sale, I believe, the 20th. But the show is the 21st of June. There's a street performer. You know the guys that play the guitar yeah. down at 11th and uh, Howard uh, last night was playing Baby. Oh, quit it. Really? Oh. <laughs> on a saxophone. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That crowd around uh, I'm like, is that? That's Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 722. Stay with us. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. The weather. Welcome to Monday. What a gloomy Monday. Yeah, I think rain now the next three days, right? Yeah, we got rain. It looks like pretty much all week. But it was a good weekend. 
We had perfect good. Weekend. We had good weather for the weekend, so perfect. We put weekend. up with a little rain for a. Yeah, we got uh, drizzle and showers. Looks like 57 are high today. Uh, rain and thunderstorms uh, tomorrow. Uh, high is going to be about 61 degrees. A uh, snow possibly uh, Wednesday, and uh, snow on Friday, but nothing crazy. Nothing nutty. So that's good news on uh, on the snow part right there. You guys see that if you take a week off of Facebook, just go completely dark off of Facebook, that you'll become more happy if you're depressed. <laughs> really? According to... <laughs> they did a study out in Denmark. I guess they took a bunch of people and they split them up. And for the most part, you know, ask you, how are you doing? Do you feel social? And so on and so forth. And so uh, half of them, when they came back, they said they felt happier, less sad, and lonely, more decisive, less angry or worried, and uh, less depressed for the people that were on. Uh, and they felt more social, too, by the way, which is really kind of interesting. But the other people, of course, you know, they're still in the same boat. They're on Facebook. Uh, but, yeah, just kind of interesting how uh, just that one week away, these people just felt, I guess, more alive, I guess you'd say, <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> That's so sad. Yes, it was sad. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. But I can, it always amazes me who's not on Facebook. Um, you know, I have a few friends that just aren't on Facebook, and mm-hmm. it's probably a good thing, you know. What you saw is the the deal of how no one's really, like, ever paying attention anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everyone's constantly kind of half on their phone, like, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. totally listening. Yeah, I'm, kind of, I'm sort of listening. I'm just kind of listening. I'm just kind of skimming for my name. <laughs> and when you're done talking, <laughs> I'm going to talk. <laughs> I just love it when you're in that conversation with somebody, and I maybe it, it just makes you feel like you're you're the most boringest human in, on on the planet when you're talking to them and they're slowly listening. That's what I'm saying. And then they look at yeah, like you said, and they're then they're gone. You weren't listening to what I was saying because you were on your phone just now. <laughs> you're like, is he done talking? Here's the thing I hate is when people get on their phone when you're talking. <laughs> What? what I was talking saying? about, I thought you were referring to why, while you're in a conversation, people were. Now, act, yeah, I mean, I mean, the actual act of it. Everyone so. at the table, like, go around. If there's five people sitting at a table in public, one of them or two of them are, at on a it. given moment, are on their phone. Yeah. Which, I guess that's just the way the world is now. <laughs> you almost have to start taking phones from people. Like, okay, let's work. Phone check. Well, there are we're places. social. Where they don't allow phones. Like there are, you know, like it's very niche or, you know, like that's their shtick where there are restaurants where <clears throat> no phones allowed. Yeah. Like there's almost like a phone check and uh, you sit down and you dine and, and then that's just it. You either have a conversation with the person across from you or if you're by yourself, you just enjoy a meal. But there's like a no, it's a phone free zone, like no electronic devices. Well, can you guys go a week without it? I mean, Jeff, you've gone the longest out of anyone I've known. I actually. probably could. You know, would you feel like you're missing out on something? Like, I mean, I don't know what it would feel like to be with that because I admit I'm on it all the time doing stuff or what I guess I'm thinking I'm doing stuff. I'm absolutely but, you know. addicted to my phone. Yeah. I, I'm absolutely addicted to my phone. Yeah, let's qualify it. Like, it's not, could you go without Facebook? Sure, we probably could, but could you go without your phone? I couldn't go without my phone. No. I mean, the other day I went out and I realized I'd left my phone at home and it was, I mean, it, it was sort of, I was sort of anxious about it, you know? Well, yeah. I, I didn't realize, uh, you know, and then I was running late and so then you realize, okay, I'm running late and I don't have my phone and I can't, like, phone ahead or text ahead to say hey i'm behind i'm on my way because i still had to go home and get my phone it was just it was and i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that i'm sort of isolated 
in... Well, plus you have kids. You have to have your phone, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, do. I mean, like, when we go out, the joke is, is always, like, we went out on Friday night, and the babysitter, you know, was like, well, you know, I, I have Molly, I have your cell phone, but Peter, and Peter's like, I don't have my, you know, like, if you can't reach Molly, you're definitely not going to get a hold of me. And he's like, Molly always... I'm the go-to. Like, Peter doesn't even go out with his phone. Like, he'll leave his oh, phone at home. I know a lot awesome. of people that do that. My buddy Steven was in town. He never yeah. he never yeah. takes it out at night. He has a cutoff of, like, 5, 6 o'clock. His phone gets turned off. What is if he wants to get a hold of someone? That's the get... thing that kind of drives you nuts that you're like, dude, because the pushback, I'm always saying, dude, just take your phone. Just take it. Just so don't we get a hold it. of each other if we yeah. get split up and... But anyway, so Peter leaves it at home. So, so Peter mom... leaves, yeah. So Peter leaves it at home, and so then I'm always the go-to, and that, and which is fine. I mean, because I am also the phone addict, and I'm, you know, I've got the purse or whatever. But he, he is so free of his phone, of of any of that. And I, I, you know, part of it is being a mom. Part of it is also, um, you know, the way the show is, is that I'm not in the studio. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm remote and I'm by myself. So a lot of times, like, I don't have, like, the office interaction. Like, I could go a whole day and the only people I talk to are a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a cat. Oh, my Lord. Right. You yeah. know, so for me... <laughs> This is a lifeline, you know? I mean, I know that sounds so pathetic, but it, it but it is. It's like it's kind of one of those things where I feel like I'm interacting with other adults, even yeah. if it's just reading somebody's status update or what have you. This magic little smartphone is sort of tethering me to the outside world some days. You know, and especially as we start rolling into winter and you really start hunkering down. I mean, I just... How depressing, Molly. I know. I mean, it is. No, I mean, it, 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 I mean, if I dwell on it too much, it is kind of like I, I can't think too much about winter because oh, it really gosh. does get to I be know. like cabin fever. Land. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And I think that's everyone for the most part. Right. I mean, it's like the shining. You know? Like, yeah. I'm just like, I guess we are just here. I just I guess I just live in this place now. I live in a, I live inside a snow globe. <laughs> well, why do you think yeah. Facebook makes people I don't know. depressed? I don't know. The point is that the study is saying that if you... See, I I don't think it makes people depressed. I think it just not being on it makes people happier uh, is what it is. Um, I think it's just keeping up with the, you know, it's the one-up game. We are in such a one-up game world right now, uh, you know, and... uh, If you're... I just feel like if you're having a bad day, you know, and and you go onto Facebook... Sometimes, depending on your mindset, that can probably propel you into feeling worse. If you see like the whole world around you is participating and feeling great, or it's like, I'm in Cabo, or I just got a raise, or look at my brand new car, and you're like, oh my gosh, I think they're going to shut off the lights. That would suck. That would be a lot of stress, and I can understand why maybe having that... Un, unfiltered access to everyone's lives could probably be depressing. But if you have a good, you know, if you're if you're in a good headspace and you you log on and you see all these things happening, you don't care. Like you're just like, oh, that's great. Jenny's in Mexico, I guess. Fantastic. Good for Jenny. Oh, Steve just got a raise. That's terrific. But if you hate <laughs> Steve, hey, Steve. Hey, but if you're like, I don't know when I'm going to get my next paycheck. Yeah. It can probably be a bit of a donor. Well, they're saying it was an experiment. They said they did a week, so and it just kind of changed the moods and everything like that. So, all right, 738-402-938-9400. That's in the show. Uh, Cammie, how the roads? Well, they're packed in solid. The rush is underway. Watch out for debris in the roadway. 80 eastbound, 70 seconds. Some brake lights coming on as you roll through. Over in the bluffs, we've got crews taking care of an injury collision at 25th and Broadway. Back in Omaha, fender bender southbound 84th at F. Another southbound 20th south of Farnham. Sunday, fun 
Sunday from Channel 941 in the mark between 11 and 6. Two hours of bowling for 941. Two All-American burgers for just 941. Hit the mark north of Dodge at the 204th Street exit. I'm Cam Carlisle. That's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, thank you. They're right, 739. We have celebrity news coming up next. So Khloe Kardashian is saying Lamar Odom doesn't know why he's in in the hospital. And uh, Bindi Irwin posted a touching tribute to her dad, Steve. We'll tell you about that coming up next. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Justin Bieber is coming to the Pinnacle Bank Arena Tuesday, June 21st, and we have your tickets. Listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. All right, seven forty-seven. You're a high today. Going to be in the upper fifties. Windy showers. That will work tomorrow too. We're moving to see sixties tomorrow. A fifty-seven, man. That's no. not bad. No, not bad at all. This weekend we might see a little bit of the white stuff. So there you go. All right, celebrity news, Molly. <laughs> What's up? This weekend we might see a little bit of the white stuff. You mean? No. <laughs> 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 Molly's taking it to drug town. I guess like, she is. We're talking about weather. What else, I know, what but else, it's just so funny. It's like this weekend, we might see some of the white stuff. My buddy Carlos is in town from Columbia. <laughs> Los is always got the hookup. So you're going to see some of the white stuff. <laughs> just trick me as funny for a minute. That's all. That's okay. That's um, all right. So Khloe Kardashian is going to uh, did an interview with Ellen DeGeneres. It's going to air later today. And she's opening up about how, quote, awkward it is for uh, Chloe to be promoting her book, Strong Looks Better Naked. But in her heart and mind, they're in the hospital with uh, Lamar Odom. I'm like, I can only, that's only something a Kardashian could say. Strong Looks Better Naked. Strong Looks Better Naked is the name of her book. But, you know, her estranged husband last month went on a bit of a bender at a brothel in Nevada. It uh, landed him, you know, near death in the hospital coma. Well, this is the thing. Apparently, he doesn't know what got him in the hospital. That he... um, No, he doesn't? No. That he's off all the machines that help his organs, but he still has a long way to go. He's still... Get a look at this. Lamar Odom, he's learning how to walk again and feed himself and put sentences together. Oh, this is depressing. Um, Khloe Kardashian revealed that the events that put him in the hospital have never been discussed with him. That all they tell him is that he had a brain injury, but they don't tell him how it happened. They don't mention all the the hookers and things like that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I guess he doesn't remember, and they're afraid that if they tell him, it'll set him back in his recovery. I think it'll be cool, though, if he bounces back. Yes. Right? I hope hope this, this is the moment. This is like a moment in someone's life where you can... Take that, and that was the before and after. And then now he can be clean living and hopefully get his life back on track. She's still dating. She still has her boyfriend. Uh, and I guess he's pretty understanding this James Harden. She's um, still with James? I thought yeah. she dumped him. No, 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 no. She's still with him. And okay. she was, you know, but I think he understands that right now, obviously, she's torn and still in. Uh, I like James Harden. She's got her thing with basketball players, doesn't she? Yeah. Well, she's a really tall lady, so I could understand, like, loving that, you know, loving some guy with some stature. Uh, Bindi Irwin 
took to Instagram yesterday to share a really, uh, oh my gosh, so sweet. It was a touching tribute to her late father, Steve Irwin. It was International Steve Irwin Day yesterday. I didn't know that. I know. I didn't know that there was one, but apparently it's like officially Steve Irwin Day in Australia. So like there's a Steve Irwin Day in their home country of Australia. And yesterday was it. Uh, And she put on Instagram, the greatest dad on earth. Uh, she uh, she captioned a picture that shows Steve holding a crocodile. She said, remember everything Dad worked so hard to achieve and continue his legacy. We miss you so much. I miss him, too. He was so fun. He was such an upbeat guy. Yeah. So, you know, I mean. <laughs> yeah, he was great. No, so, um, and this, this weekend, it's interesting. It's not getting great reviews, but Spectre is killing it in the box office. Three new films cracked the weekend's top one, uh, top ten. Uh, but both Pe- Spectre and the Peanuts movie remained in the number one and number two spots. How about Martian? Is that still third? Or I think it's still up there. Okay. Martian's like in the top five. It's number four. I don't know why I haven't seen that yet. I don't um, know what it is. But uh, Spectre is, you know, I mean, people were kind of eh, about the rollout. But I know I none guess, of us have seen it. No, but I, I, it's people are seeing it. It's the number one movie in the box office over the weekend. Boy. That is your uh, celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. Thank you, Molly. 751. All right, Maroon 5, Las Vegas, New Year's Eve. All right, it's the whole weekend, so it's going to be a good time for you. Uh, we're going to get you qualified for that. It's Exit Omaha, number 70. Uh, when you hear the uh, little... Uh, sounder, little shout out, Maroon 5. Uh, then uh, car number 9 is going to be on the drawing for that big trip. All right, exit Omaha number 70. We got news coming up first, Molly. There is a company that will break up for you for a price. We'll tell you about that coming up next. You're listening to the Big Party.